Alright, well, ready? Yeah. Hello, this is BBL. Brown, broke, and laughing. I'm Angie. And I'm Jess. We out here, man. We out here, and we we talking some stuff. And we have a a cat here, which you don't see, but he's really cute. Is she? She. She's sorry. She. She's a she, her, hers. She, her, hers. But, you know, it's all right. Her name is Raven. We are cat sitting. Yes. She's my niece. So, great, great person. Also, I'm in the background eating soup, y'all. I'm sorry, but a girl needs to eat. And I'm drinking tea. All right. (laughs) So it's been a minute. (laughs) We're back. Yeah, I was in New York and then you were somewhere too. Oh yeah, I went to Atlanta. Yeah. um, To celebrate a friend who's going to get married. Woo! Yes, institution of marriage. Woo! (laughs) All right, capitalism. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. (laughs) Yeah, so we were just doing our own things. Now we're back. Ready for a new episode. Yeah. Uh, so how do we want to start? Let's start off ranking how we feel or like how our days have been since we've seen each other. You on, can go first. On a scale. We're going to do a scale of Rihanna songs. That's really weird. But basically, we're going to just like say how we feel based off a of Rihanna song. So I'll go first. Uh, so this this will sound more depressing than it is, but this is the song I thought of. So the Rihanna song, Rehab. She's like, it's like I checked into rehab. Baby, you're my disease. That's a really depressing chorus. But I chose that song because my life, I feel like I'm re- rehabilitating myself, you know, in a sense. Okay. And that's deep. That's deep. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, are we going to have an intervention? But no, keep going. No, like in terms of like my health, I'm getting a new place. I'm also like looking for jobs. So my life is just going through a whole shift. And I feel so uncomfortable in the changes. But it's good stuff. I know the good thing is going to come out of it. But that's why I say rehab. Damn, that was pretty deep. That was deep, yeah. Um, I love that I have a list here. Of and I know this is something I propose as a question. And yeah, I don't even know my own answer. Oh, I, um, I can also say this too. That it's rehab, but with a mix of Rihanna songs, Diamond. No, of- too late. You haven't said rehab. Don't even try to cover that up, honey. No, I want to say mix. It's a mix. Because life is like that. It's not all bad. It's good too. Okay, well, mine oh, is, where what, have what you is, been? What is Raven eating? Is it okay? She'll be fine. Okay. Uh, mine is, where have you been? Uh, I feel like that's a, just a What's message to myself. Like, where have you been all my life? Where have you been all my life? Uh, uh, oh, oh, okay, uh, that one. Know? I don't know. I feel like current me wishes that past me had made better decisions in terms of Ooh, career. Damn. But also just like being able to remind myself that mentally, you know, I can kind of persevere my own way. Um, So reminding myself that current me is searching for future and past me being like, where have you been? You know, Mm -hmm. and that's okay. I mean, not that this is a depressing episode or anything, but I feel like it's important to recognize that, you know, there's more out there than like what's in the present. Um, I feel like I'm always just tired. Um, Once again, I'm always on the budget, which is fine. I did my taxes um so I guess that goes with that too because I'm like where have you been aka where has my money been (laughs) so it's been great getting my money um but now I'm just like fuck it's technically gone because I paid bills with it and I tried to save it but it's all good but that's where I'm at what did you think about the Super Bowl though her performance okay so 
I would say it's not one of her best performances because she wasn't dancing much, but she was pregnant. So of course she wasn't going to dance much. I think her performance is more like for the fans to be like, okay, you wanted me to sing, you wanted me to dance, here I am, now leave me alone. Like that was what it was because she's like, I'm an entrepreneur now. I'm not going to make an album. I'm not going to make a music video anymore. I mean, she didn't make a Black Panther song, but I feel like Rihanna's like done because she's a, now she's a mom and now she's an entrepreneur. So I think that was just like a here I am and then if you're a fan of her it was just like a performance of going through all the um all her music and her like her catalog and it was a nice experience to see her up there but when I say it was the best performance ever no you know who did a lot of the work <laughs> the background dancers which is fine I mean I honestly was that kind of person who was like yeah. I feel like she's not dancing a lot and yeah. it wasn't until I realized that maybe she was pregnant that I was like oh why way to just have me judge her yeah. She's prioritizing her health and the health of the little human she's creating. Right. Um, I don't know if I view it like that though. I feel like yes, people have been pressuring her to have like new stuff out, but um I feel like it was more for her to reintroduce herself with this new stage of her life. Oh, like, yes, yes, she's a mom, but like why would that hold her back from being able to still be her? But like it's like, yes, this is yeah. me, but this is a more elevated version of me. Like I'm mm-hmm. now a mother. Yes, she's an entrepreneur, but she used the fucking Super Bowl to propose or to promote Fenty. And I'm like, okay, girl. Yeah. I don't even use makeup. And I was like, I need me some Fenty. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I like yeah, I, I feel it. I also was like, what the fuck is up with this performance? Like it could have been better, but honestly, at the end of the day, she killed it. Yeah. I was all about the whole like we're gonna float up into the sky yeah. and we're gonna make sure that it becomes like this little fucking Super Mario Kart shit. Yeah. It was great. It was a great like performance around it's just that of course her strong suit is her dancing so like when she doesn't dance you're kind of like oh more than her voice more than her singing yeah Mm. well I'm about to say something that's gonna get me canceled that's how I feel about Beyonce but okay I know we're not gonna go there we're not gonna I'm gonna gonna put it out I'm sorry but the Beyonce no but Beyonce but the Beyonce thing hold on did Beyonce think the queer community when she received the latest award because her album is mostly based on queer culture yes did she huh. pull it up? Show did me. she what? Did, did she, she what? actually thank them? Did think, she actually um, acknowledge them? Well, she thanked her uncle who was who inspired the album. Wow, I did just steal off of queer uh, artists. But anyways, we're gonna move on. Well, okay. What I'm gonna say is this. What I'm gonna say is this. You might now. I admit that Beyonce is not the best singer ever. Of course, she's not. But I think she's a very talented performer and singer. And I think. If, if Rihanna if Beyonce doesn't dance she just sings it's a good performance if Rihanna just sings and doesn't dance then that, that's mean, different up to perspective uh, Rihanna whatever. I love her voice but does not at least Rihanna good. doesn't have like a fucking beehive that feels like it's a cult sometimes I'm just gonna say well like, cult, obviously because you're getting so defensive so she's like defensive I'm just saying I don't want to go into all that stuff because you're a beehive okay. I'm a beehive member I exactly. guess hence you're defensive okay anyways going back um I mean I don't know what else has been new honestly I feel like that's the thing we've been so like chill and mellow that's really hard yeah. to kind of like be like this is what we're talking about the podcast I think the only thing that's been on my mind is whole this whole fucking like Tennessee um excuse me uh the Tennessee's um act on banning drag brunch stuff drag performers oh, so, so fucking stupid, stupid. Um, which makes me want to support more drag performers. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. like, fuck the strippers. We're about to like go to the drag. Throw them up. Yes. So I don't know. I feel like I haven't done enough research to really know what's going on there, but I mm-hmm. think it kind of sucks that our country's kind of falling apart in that way. 
it sucks for the queer community. Again, what is Beyonce doing? But that's just a different conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, not to make it a full circle moment. Yeah. But <clears throat> well, also, is it? Well, okay, I don't want to go there. I mean, I feel like different artists are using their platform to bring yeah. attention to the matter. And yeah. I feel like a lot of drag artists are putting attention to the matter. I mean, Trixie's yeah. been doing her part, right? Uh, Shea Coulee, like, recently put this thing out there where she was just basically calling out the facts, right? You have the fact that oftentimes it's the Catholic priest. Oftentimes it's, like, mm-hmm. a teacher or some family member that causes a lot of, like, harm. Mm-hmm. For children, not mm-hmm. so much a drag queen reading exactly. to the kids, right? Yeah. Or like John Stewart just schooled the fuck out of that Oklahoma, uh, mm-hmm. I guess governor or whoever the fuck he is, mm-hmm. uh, where it's like the leading one cause of harm is unfortunately school shooting. So what are you actually mm-hmm. doing about that? But exactly, you know, I personally think that people who are very much against drag queens or gay culture or anything queer related are just too scared to come out of their own closet. Yeah, don't blame Jesus. Exactly. And I think really it's just this whole aim to be super hetero or just to be super quote unquote traditional. It really prevents you from expressing yourself to any type of expression. Because really drag is just, if you like, it's more than this, right? But what it basically is is dressing up and having fun and playing and lip syncing. Exactly. Like how what is so dangerous how about it? Different from fucking hiring a clown yeah. for a kid's birthday party. Yes. I'm sorry, yeah. but wasn't one of those fuckers like a serial killer in the city of Chicago? Okay. Or Illinois? Like, okay. The fuck is your problem? Like, sorry, you're feeling so, uncomfortable. I mean, but so like, our culture decided something about a man wearing a dress is threatening. It's not threatening, but our society decided some way that that's what they think. And that's messed up. And because of this whole idea of people afraid to even be a little bit expressive, we have such a, like a restrictive culture. And like, there's so many areas like in politics and lives where everyone's just trying to like take away any type of expression. Like even the whole thing of, like critical race theory from school like even just little things where it's like uh, you are trying to broaden your 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 mind people don't want to do not it. me screaming into the abyss no. in the background also like oh uh, so actually when i was in new york city oh here we go i was having a no no this is related because i was actually that when i traveled <laughs> once again when i was having for my last flight for my flat for my last flight economy class <laughs> okay uh I was uh, having a conversation with my aunts and my aunts will tell you they're radical. They're all that, but they can't get on the whole sheet. Like they, them, theirs. So they don't understand non-binary. And like, they're all telling me like, it was the most frustrating conversation because these people who are like, they're feminists. They're like, I voted for Bernie. So they very much like one of my, my I was with my aunt and her sister-in-law. My, she was a part of the Black Panther Party at one point. So I think they're very, so they're very like more left-leaning, like, radical thinking people but they couldn't wrap their mind around people they just first of all they were always like stuck on the grammar of it like it makes no sense grammatically incorrect i said well it just means that they don't tell me you're an academic without telling me you're an academic also yes they're academics they're academics i literally just had a conversation with one of my coworkers about this that pisses me off about academia I think that's important to acknowledge the fact that you and I are both privileged because we yeah. both got a college education, yes. a bachelor's degree from a fucking liberal arts college that's basically the equivalent of fucking R, uh, like Harvard and like, I don't know what else combined. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, maybe not that, but still, it, it was pretty intense. But what's fucking frustrating is like the people who push for certain terminology, and I'm thinking specifically about the term Latine or Latinx, 
mm-hmm. are people who are college educated, mm-hmm. who have this background, who are trying really hard to change like cultural settings, which is fine. Like do mm-hmm. your thing, you know, like mm-hmm. generational trauma is real. Like it's mm-hmm. important to like inform the masses here, but don't be so up your ass about it to the point where you're literally quoting authors, justifying your rationale, not recognizing that accessibility to that knowledge is not equal for all. Mm-hmm. like be okay with being patient I personally don't use the term Latine because it's like I don't understand where it's coming from mm-hmm. no disrespect to the people who use it I'm mm-hmm. very open to it yeah. but like don't sit here and try to change my mind on it mm-hmm. I use the term Latinx for my own rationale and reasons yeah. people who I've seen use the word Latine with an e at the end are people who are very much college educated and it's like okay way to change the platform here but again check your privilege I mm-hmm. hate saying that phrase but most importantly check your classism mm-hmm. Yeah, check your like. But I think a lot of people think that the that the the that um pronoun conversation is made by privileged people. Like, I mean, I know I first heard about it in college. We also went to a very liberal college, that's so. But I'm I'm pretty sure that all existed before that. Oh no, there's no doubt. It's like now becoming more open, but it's also like it sucks because I'm all about making sure that people are respecting your pronouns, Mm -hmm. right? And I I try to educate myself. Yeah, but I can also see how this understanding this especially for older generation folk is challenging like right like access to that knowledge is complex like how can we not dumbify it because that's not right but how can we make it simplify right but and make it less complex where there's so many divisions because of terminology but there's a difference though like there's a difference between like i don't understand this versus this is dumb i'm not going to understand it and that's what that's what i don't like when people that's what that's what they were doing they were like this just doesn't sound right but think about it when you don't understand how to do a math problem don't you typically say this is dumb i don't get it and that's because there's lack of knowledge yeah or skill sets or being able to simplify something that's complex and i feel like that's what's happening here yeah um but, but no like well, for instance, is different because it's right no energy. yeah <laughs> but also like we recently at work this is a different conversation mm-hmm. because i feel like i might have mentioned in the last podcast we were kind of forced to have these dni sessions and mm-hmm. that's that's in itself a whole different conversation seriously yeah. um but there was a section where we talked about the lgbtqia community plus mm-hmm. um and there's a section where they talked about terms right phrases and you could i could definitely tell how coworkers who are a little older than me probably like Gen Xers above, they were just so mad. Mm-hmm. It's not that they're disrespectful. Like they're the people that I'm thinking about pretty open about accepting someone who's part of that community, mm-hmm. but they were so aggravated by the terminologies because they don't understand it. Mm-hmm. And we're watching a fucking video to explain this. Like they're not actually having conversations with someone who's part of such community for them to like express like those sentiments or like what mm-hmm. that means to them. So I feel like even within that, it's just like creating more harm hmm. rather than actual good. But you know what? But it's also not on the LGBTQIA yeah. community to educate people. Also, don't you have to have a, a, a like a time of just uncomfortability for something good to happen? Like, I know this is like a, I mean, I like to use this, this as an example. I know it's, it seems like, like a nut, like an extreme example, but I just think about like after slavery, people had to get used to black people not being slaves. Ooh. I'm sure that Sometimes. I'm sure that was an uncomfortable time for a lot of people, but guess what? You gotta accept that this person's a human. To this day, it's still uh-huh. I mean, to this day, exactly people don't see black people as black right. people as humans. So that's what I'm saying. When people are like, you have to use pronouns, people are like, that is against my human right. I don't want to use this. Well, you have to get used to viewing these people as human beings and being a member being members of society. <sighs> I know. It's so frustrating. But it is frustrating. Cause I also I sometimes as someone also who like went to a liberal 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 school like that, like although I have more ex- access to all this information, 
I just want to get tired about all these like DNI kind of like I did a lot of DNI stuff in my old job and I felt like this is pointless. Is it really helping anybody? You know, you know what's crazy? It does in a sort sort of way, but it just feels like I know. I I feel like DNI to people of color is different than DNI for someone who maybe does not fall within the categories of marginalized cultures Mm -hmm. or identity. Yeah, Um, that's true. I don't know. I just feel like companies are just trying to check off certain things off yeah. their little box and then do nothing mm-hmm. to actually follow up with the people who need more education, in my opinion. But education. We will lose all the flowers. Yep. Um, but yeah, wow, this thing is like black light. Look at this. Sorry, I'm like playing around. Wouldn't this show you like Yeah, what? So shut up. There's nothing on here. What is that? Oh, that's nail polish. There's nothing on here. Mm -hmm. Okay, sidetrack. You would know if something was on there. I hope you would know. I hope so too. When I bring people over and shit. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, (laughs) side tangent. Side tangent. Um, so what else? Oh, we want to talk about a uh, reality TV. Oh my god. Okay, so we're gonna switch. <laughs> we're gonna make a switch here. I think great combo regarding pronouns and the importance of us being educated because it's fucking real out here. But I think that sometimes to kind of not avoid, but distract myself from the horrors of humanity. Reality TV. I'll be watching reality TV. Yes, One of them is Love is Blind. Ooh. Who hasn't watched Love is Blind? I don't know, but you're missing out season four is coming so soon i'm not sure if i'm ready for more of that like i'm probably gonna watch it but i'm just like we just got through the horrors of this season you know what's crazy not <laughs> not even relating to love is blind but for any single people out there in the city of chicago uh married at first sight is looking for people married at what first sight oh no oh they are oh They're no looking for hell no that's more that shows okay i know that but that one you're married already what that married you're married like you, you're married and then you go on no 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 uh married at first sight is that you talk to you i <laughs> talk to ex, no no you, you talk, talk to, to experts like four different specialist yes. experts let's yes. be real they have no fucking and then you title. marry them before even meeting them they match you it's basically like yeah. matchmaking yeah and you no. go to the altar and you decide whether that seems more you have worse two weeks me. to prep for your wedding that's worse that's to me. Like, that's literally survivor yeah <laughs> it's like what the fuck and then you have to deal with like everything that could would have happened before marriage during your marriage and it's like yeah, what the no, fuck i i re- i would rather do love is blind and then married at first what's set. the difference it's about the same well it's the marriage like at least you have time you don't have to like you don't have to marry them you're married and then you have to like do you really get married do they actually like, yeah do the divorce you have to divorce yeah. that's the thing i don't want to do sometimes all the- people do prenups honestly though, the difference so. of this two shows is paperwork <laughs> Paperwork. Not really, because if you divorce with the love is blind, I mean it's about the same. And no, both, I no, think but like not reality yet. shows, You're just engage. But what if people get married for the clout, as we have seen in some cases? Yeah, but that's their problem. Damn. So, but that's before the first sight. It's like you already the fir- you make the first dumb risk, your first thing on the show. Like, I mean, both the decisions you're on that show, you're taking a risk. I wonder how Ayan is doing, just because I follow her on Instagram. Oh, like her. <laughs> and like she probably lives not that far from me because i saw on because you remember you saw her and jerry walking yeah we did yeah and we were, and it was like wow anyways love is mine <laughs> uh going back uh so to distract myself yesterday at work during my lunch break 
I took a quiz. It was the first quiz that came up on BuzzFeed. It was like, which love is blind character or cast member are you from season two? And I fucking got drum roll. Here's the thing. Okay, hold on. Just say the answer hold first. Then go no, 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 no. Say the answer hold first. Oh, say no, the answer wait. First. first of all, way to just assume that everyone knows who love what love of like the contestants. So like there were what six contestants in Love is Blind? Season two? Yeah. Ayana and Jared. Ayana and Jared. Shake and Deep D. Uh, there is Shane and Natalie and Mallory and Saul. Yeah. And there wasn't the, 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 the white, boring white guy and a boring white girl with the flat ass. Oh, <laughs> I forgot her name. Sorry. And they're divorced. They're divorced. I forgot about that. So there's eight. Oh my God. Anyways. So of all these characters, all of them are toxic, but I feel like it was a pretty common consensus from viewers and producers and everything else. This was between. season three. This was season three. This one's season two. Oh, it's season two. Yeah. yeah. We're, there was a season common... three just finished. We're, so that was season two. Yeah. So there was a common consensus that one of the first characters under was Shake, uh, who was with Dipti because he was very much about looks. He was very condescending towards women. Mm-hmm. He described Dipti as one of his aunties. They were not. Yeah, it was intense. So and Dipti is beautiful. She's a hot. She's little hottie. mama. Like she can do her thing. And yeah. She did not deserve this man. Yeah. But at the end of the day, spoiler alert, like she decides to say no to him. And I think that rumor had it that producers were basically telling her to say no because they've seen shit they heard shit okay more of the stories he's the worst character on there i personally am not like that so i don't understand why in this fucking quiz i was defined as shake the reason behind it uh, i'm gonna sue buzzfeed for this defamation um it's because i have an incredibly loud and ongoing personality which is fucking false because i fucking hate people but you might not yeah, yeah. be in it to find love for the right reasons. The fuck does that mean? Um, your love language is probably words of affirmation. I fucking hate words of affirmation. If anyone compliments me, if anyone says, oh, great job with this, it takes everything in my soul to not reply with them. Gee, I guess. You know, you don't, you do reply like that. You don't hold it back. You do say that. I'm Gee, trying. I guess. Gee, thanks. Gee, thanks. And I, unlike some people, I only took this test once. I took it twice. You know why? Because it's, okay, I got, so there was one guy there. He was, he was married to Natalie, another contestant. And he was just very, how do you describe him? So how are you going to tell me that you decided to take again just because you didn't like the results? Because it's a BuzzFeed quiz. This isn't the ACT or the SAT. Okay, so talk about the first outcome you got. So you got Shane. What did they say I got Shane. I don't, I didn't read the, I didn't read it. Oh my God. Because I just was upset. I retook the quiz. And then I got a goofball. Something like that. But I think I know why I got I got that answer. It's because there was a question that asked, because what makes the douchebags of the show douchebags is how they are in terms of how they react to looks. And for me, what I put is that looks aren't the most important thing to me, but they are important. That's They're what I think. That's what that, I put. That's why. And the reason why I say this, this quiz is dumb is because they don't give enough, the way they phrase the result, the answers are not, they don't really cover the whole spectrum of things. So like what that really means is not us treating this like it's the fucking ACT, but anyway, <laughs> I mean, there, I mean, there's supposed to be quizzes. This is not serious. Okay. But like, so I saw Shane, I was like, I'm not, I know I'm not Shane, but as I learned from my past experience, looks somewhat do matter. And if you don't honor how you feel about looks, you're going to get hurt in the long, no, you're not going to get hurt, but you're going to get bit. 
What if you don't care about looks, you're gonna get bit? Another really good. But like, if you don't like someone how they look or like the looks of them, don't force yourself to feel something because then you're gonna end up hurting them in the long run. Or like things, other things are not, and like you're you're gonna have to look at. Yeah, it's just the silence of mine. I'm trying to process that. Hold on. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying if you if you think like looks are important, especially because for like sex and all that, like you have to find them sexually attractive. And if you don't find them sexually attractive, you're gonna like continue then you get tired of them and also I think everyone has faults and if you're relationship long enough those faults come out so like if you don't have if you're not attracted to them plus the, the things the qualities kind of slip away you have less things to like them about and it becomes harder to like stay in the relationship so I mean it's it's important I feel like sexual attraction varies per person and like mm-hmm. you said for some that could be the way they look mm-hmm. for others it could be yeah. more about how they make them feel regarding yeah. personalities and That's actions true. yeah so Mm -hmm. that's just my two cents on that um I also I feel like in some relationships that I've witnessed not necessarily been in or Mm -hmm. have had friends in but more Mm -hmm. acquaintances I feel like sometimes when they feel like the not the sexual attraction part the physical attraction isn't there there's a sense of wanting to change yeah yeah that partner and it's that's where a lot of that chaos comes into play Mm -hmm. but it's also like this isn't a pick and choose like this isn't build a boo you know like build a boo like you get what you get like yeah. you gotta also be honest with yourself yeah. like if these is you know like these this is what you're saying like mm-hmm. you need to determine whether or not you know you're willing to commit just as much and I'm the opposite I mean it's a two-way street so yeah. I'm sure it's on the other yeah. end as well like they gotta also be honest and, mm-hmm. and see how this yeah. would work out but that's real I mean I yeah. feel like we're met a good majority of people the physical attraction is real so yeah and I think on the show people who end up saying looks matter to them end up coming out as the villain but I don't think that that uh, idea is what makes them the villain is how they how they go about it how they talk about it and also if you're on a show called love is blind love is blind you can't see them you're in pods I don't know why I'm gonna get the camera. No one's gonna see this. I love, know. Love just, is blind. I just love that my eyebrows look all types of fucked up right now. So I'm here if you're on a show called Love is Blind, you have to know that looks are not gonna matter. So if you're gonna come on the show and be rude to people and like not open up to experience, don't be on the show. You're being an asshole. But the thing is like, it's weird because these men specifically shape walked in there. Yes, with the hidden can- like pod, like in the pod where you can't yeah. see the other person. But the questions that he asked were very much about physical yeah. things, right? I think there was a moment where he asked someone whether or not he, they think that he'd be able to pick him up or something like that. Right. Or like, it was so messed up. It was, it's kind of fucked up. Yeah. And it's also like, it sucks because I feel like some women really do do it because they want to find love. And it's like, yeah. honey. Ugh. But it's also like, if you're going to do that, then don't go on Love is Blind. Just... Also, there's other reality shows you can go on that's about looks. You can, do, you can go on there. Like The Bachelor bachelor or do you could do too hot to handle ew that show's insane i only watched like a few episodes and i couldn't watch anymore is that the one where like they're they're um if they have sex they lose money they can't kiss touch masturbate nothing if they find out doing them they lose money it's like just not fuck and then they said get these to a nunnery and they said (laughs) not thanks also, they're fucked up because they have alcohol and everyone's in bikinis and trunks. Of course, you're going to want to... These are all, like, the hottest people ever, too. So it's like, of course, you're going to want to fuck them. Yeah. Well, thinking about those Love is Blind cast members, who do you think you are most relatable to, regardless of the outcome? And why? I could see myself a little bit in, in Nancy, just because she doesn't take a hint. 
<laughs> like that the, the guy is toxic. Season three, no? Okay, yeah, season three. Because like, I mean, although I Nancy was so annoying to me, I think it's because I saw myself in her. Mm-hmm. Because she was like, this guy obviously doesn't want you. Yeah. And you keep trying to, like she's also like, I, something I learned too is that sometimes it's okay to just be like, to like be the naggy, be the naggy girl, tell them off. You don't have, every now everything has to be like a nice, neat conversation. They don't deserve that conversation to treat you like the way Bartise t- treated her. Like he, she was trying to, she was just still try, trying to understand him. Like, no. That shit was fucking yeah. toxic. So, but like, I'm not, I'm not like, and I saw <laughs> myself a little bit on Ayana too, just cause like she was sort of like shy seeming and not really. But she had a really difficult time setting up boundaries. Yeah. And that's one of my issues. And so, that's not okay. Yeah. So I like see. Cause you're going to let these men just walk over you like that. Yeah, so that's not good. But like, I'm not like one person in particular. So yeah. What about you? Do you see yourself in any of the characters? Yeah. I'm Nancy's brother. You are Nancy's I fucking brother. Love him. <laughs> fucking love him. I don't hold back. I say how it is. And if you don't like it, you don't like it. I mean, it is what it is. So yeah. I fucking love Nancy's brother. Plus I follow him on Insta. He's traveling the world. And I'm like, that's cool fucking goals so yeah that's our opinions about love is blind and how we feel um if if there are any rally shows you want us to talk about tell us in our facebook no no in our instagram. <laughs> i'm like what's facebook <laughs> in our instagram um yeah i'm gonna put more information in the in the episode notes we're tired for links no yeah yeah honestly y'all we've been tired for a minute we've been wanting to do this recording for a minute but it's so hard because we're human yeah um but we just wanted to like sit and talk and kiki with y'all kiki um but yeah no i think it's really good to put those link notes just because there are some great i think a therapist published an article about their take on each uh couple and it's oh, really fucking fascinating that to me yeah i'll see if i can find it one of uh Mm-hmm. My boss has sent it to me because we all, like her and this other colleague of mine and myself, we had like a whole fucking workshop and like analyzing season three characters. Mm-hmm. And then when we watched after the altar, we're like, what the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. Um, I'll send oh, it to you. Let's talk about Zainab and Cole. Uh, like, I'm going to talk about that. They're both so fucking horrible. No, first, I I liked Z- Zainab at first. I just still like her, but I see she's problematic a lot. And then when I saw that cutie episode, I was like, She's gaslighting fuck? and he's immature manipulative. Yeah. Like also like sometimes you can kind of feed people into the reaction you want them to have. And so so the whole like cutie thing was was not harmful to me. But also I heard people say that if you had an eating disorder, comments like that do trigger you because it's like you're at, you're questioning someone's eating habits. And I think she did have history of that. So this is what people have said that um no, and I get that. Yeah. But I feel like they're both still at fault, in my yeah. opinion, because like there was so much lack of yeah. communication that it led to so much miscommunication. And then it became a whole like mm-hmm. be on my team versus her team kind of thing. Yeah. Like, I think it's really fucked up to have those like eating comments regardless. But also Zainab is like homegirl. You could. Oh, uh, she was so she was like so needy. She. Oh, uh, yeah. She's my biggest pet peeve, honestly, uh, as a person, because yeah. I hate people who need constant validation and I hate people who don't see what's wrong with themselves. And it's like mm-hmm. we've told you and therapists have told you. Um, but also, like, stop lying to yourself. Stop thinking that you can manipulate Cole. Mm-hmm. Was that his name? Cole, yeah. When obviously Cole's trying to manipulate you. Like, yeah. it's not going to work. Why are you even yeah. trying? Yeah. It was like, just a bad combination of people. 
she needed a constant validation because he didn't feel the same way about her. He was being honest, but like at the same time, he should have tried a little harder and he was just so immature. And also she just, and then also he's immature plus she's older. So it was just, it was just like a bad combination. But I've seen people who are in partnerships where their partner might be either super young or a little yeah, older. But he's but super even young then- and immature. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the thing. thing. Like, it doesn't matter what age you are. I feel like he could have yeah. been the same age as her and he still would have been, been mature. mature. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, yeah. that is Love is Blind. Okay. So this is the end of our episode talking about, you know, reality shows, just catching up on how what we've been going through. And we'll promise we'll have more steady episodes from now on until the next big trip. If y'all want to be featured in one of our episodes, holla. Yes, we definitely should have a guest. But yes, um, wherever wherever whenever you listen to this good morning good night don't listen to this at the club that's weird um unless you're trying to avoid people like i like doing sometimes <laughs> like feel oh, crazy. Yeah. so pretend to have a call and then just listen to us yeah listen to us yes that's great like oh, oh my girls are calling sorry <laughs> and we'll be your we're your girls we're your girls if y'all need like audio to be to get out of a fucking horrible date here it is <laughs> hey girl hey i know you're probably in a date or you're probably like clubbing i don't know what you'd be doing okay. But um, I got like locked out. Or I could be like, I could be like, girl, you have chlamydia. <gasps> Get out of there! You can't sleep with him now. And then you definitely wouldn't have. That's worse. He might even contribute towards the copay, which is great. That will say a lot about him. All right, and then y'all can talk about Planned Parenthood and see what they're taking. Oh yeah. <laughs> anyway, have a good one, y'all. Okay, Follow us on Insta. <laughs>